Hey guys, right. welcome back to We Watch Things. The podcast where we talk about what we've watched. What we're gonna watch. And what we think you should be watching. Yes. I'm Jared Lee. I'm Carolyn. And yeah, let's get into it. Carolyn, what have you been watching this week? Um, I've been binging season two of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, cool. And I How's finished that it going? today. It's amazing. Oh. I love it. It's one of my favorite shows. I know everyone's been telling me to like get on it and watch it. I think you'd really like it. Okay, I think I yeah. should. Yeah. Uh, what have you been watching? Um, it's been a slow week for me. It's mm-hmm. been really busy, so I haven't watched a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But I did watch RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars Four. That just came out. Nice. Um, on December fourteenth. So I started watching that, and you know doing my thoughts on that one. Do you want to promote your other podcast? Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so We Watch Things has a sister, We Watch Reality. Mm-hmm. And on that podcast, it's just a bunch of crazy super fans talking about their thoughts, emotions, and laughs about our favorite reality shows. Do you watch a specific reality show? And yeah. then... Yeah, so right now we're just watching RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 4, and we're just going to be covering that one right now. Okay. But then as soon as the season's over, I haven't yet decided if I want to continue it with like other ones. People have already reached out to me, though, and mm-hmm. be like, oh, I can't wait to talk about my favorite reality shows. So I might open it up to others. Yeah. We'll see how I feel. We'll see how tired I get because it's already exhausting. <laughs> right? it's, yeah, the, even having one is exhausting. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, it's just like very demanding because like you want to be relevant, you want to be with the times, mm-hmm. and so I like watch it on Friday night. I record Friday night with my guest, and then I release it Saturday. So wow. it's a really quick turnaround. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that once I get into like the groove of things, that mm-hmm. it'll get easier. But we do have like Christmas coming up. So that's really yeah. going to like mess with me and my scheduling and my recording, but I'm going to make it work. Yeah. No excuses here. Of course. Okay, so. how do we listen to it? Um, you can listen to it on SoundCloud right now. iTunes is still um, trying to val- you know, validate mm-hmm. it or verify it. So okay. it's only on SoundCloud right now. But if you go to Instagram and you look for WeWatchThings underscore pod, mm-hmm. you can find out all the links there for all the episodes. Okay. So yeah, either SoundCloud for We Watch Things or Instagram We Watch. Re- Sorry, no, not We Watch Things. See how confusing oh, yeah. it's going to get? <laughs> it's um, on SoundCloud, it's We Watch Reality. And then Instagram is We Watch Reality underscore pod. We watch reality underscore pod. Okay, yes. cool. So that's how you can find it. Yay. Yeah, so venture on over there after this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this week, this episode was your recommendation. It was, and I recommended the glorious, the fantastic, the thrilling movie Push, <laughs> <laughs> which was released in 2009, directed by Paul McGeehan. And written by David Borla. It stars Chris Evans, Dakota Fanning, Camila Bell, and Jaman Hassoun. And the film basically sent around, centers around a group of people born with various superhuman abilities, mostly, mostly psychic, um, who band together in order to take down a government agency that is using a dangerous drug to enhance their powers and then use them as soldiers in a powerful army. Love it. Yes. <laughs> um, so... Uh, This one isn't necessarily um, acclaimed or reviewed well. But (laughs) I actually really enjoyed it. That surprises me that it was... Because when it was released, I read that it like came in sixth at the box office. 
behind Paul Blart Mall Cop. And that, see, that is and just so... I was like, no, that's undeserved. De- yes, I was like, that's depressing. That's like a big slap in the face Because it's cinema. actually a really fun movie. <laughs> it is. I really like it. Um, I mean, it fits in well with, like, my love for, like, superpowers and like, mm-hmm. abilities and Chris Evans. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. And, I mean, I can't... That's how I kind of found this movie is because, like, I had just seen Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is this beautiful man playing? <laughs> Johnny Storm. <laughs> so I like, go on IMDb, um, look at Chris Evans, and look at his whole, like... Um, like, filmography Yeah, thing? filmography, okay. like, resume. And mm-hmm. I see this, like, I see this title push that was released maybe the year after. Like, it was yeah, it very was close quick. together. It was very close. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I, like, clicked on it, and I, like, kind of read the description, was intrigued immediately, um, because powers and um, just tried to find it on the internet. How to, I mean, it was much easier finding like <laughs> like longer movies on the internet. I had like my sites. What did oh, I okay. use? Like a watch series or oh, a potlucker. Yeah. Me and potlucker go way back. I've never even heard of that one. You haven't? No, I was always really paranoid about illegally downloading like shows and movies. Oh, yes. And I never even mm-hmm. knew how to do it. So I think I used Coke and popcorn a couple times back okay. in the day. But even then, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get a virus. Yeah, and... I did. I was careful to never actually download the movie. You just had to stream See? it. See, okay, I don't even know how it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just have to click. You have to know where to click. Because like, you don't go for oh. the flashy buttons. You go for like the link. And okay. then you just have to like click enough. Click the link. <laughs> click the ads out and like I did it on my Mac like my Apple oh, okay. mm-hmm. and like when back in the day like <laughs> early 20 like 2010 like the whole reason why I got it was mm-hmm. um because they were kind of they had their own wall against viruses right their like, whole thing was like you can't get a virus you can't get a virus yeah. so I was like good so now I can go on you can do movies. whatever you want <laughs> now I can go watch movies whenever I want <laughs> so yeah that's how I I came about to that one um, but no, I'm glad you liked it. I was yeah. kind of scared to like recommend it to you just because, uh, my, my taste can be so niche sometimes <laughs> and I'll, I will love a movie for certain things and it will blind me to everything yeah. else. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting it to be great because I mean, I've heard of it, but I was like, okay, but I don't know anyone aside from you that's seen it or enjoys it. But I think it's like a, a little sleeper movie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I would, and I want to watch it again. I'm actually very curious to watch it a second time because I've heard that like it's better on a second viewing because you kind of mm-hmm. know more because it messes with things a lot. Yes, it does. And that's what I was actually going to get into because um, as I was like reading reviews because I was going to, you know, I was like, I'm going to try to be well-rounded this mm-hmm. episode and like bring in everyone's points of views. And um, a lot of people seem to get really confused as to like what the plot was or like what um they were doing i can see that because i mean there's a lot going on there's kind of like two plot lines it seems like there's they're trying to escape the division Mm -hmm. because they have the drug which is the government agency that is after right that wants to use them as Mm -hmm. weapons and then you have like just this family like mob family or something in hong kong that also is trying to get them correct yeah so it it can get a little confusing but i thought they actually handled it really well 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the movie opens up with um, a younger Chris, well, not a younger Chris Evans, but Chris Evans's character is younger, and mm-hmm. they're like in this hotel, and like we see the division coming after them, mm-hmm. and we see our first look at all the powers. Right, because his dad has powers. His dad has powers, and um, then we also see um, we're taken to the facility after that, and we do like the opening right. credits. The opening credits we have narrated by Dakota Fanning, mm-hmm. and she kind of explains to you where they get their powers from. And it was like yeah. experimentations from the Nazis mm-hmm. and, you know, time goes on, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, it's cool. It seems like a little mini documentary or something at the beginning with like yes. archival footage. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of glad that they like got that out of the way because that's one of my least favorite, depending on how you do it. It's like my least favorite thing about a superhero movie is, okay, discovering the power, getting, you know, getting oh, a okay. hand on the powers. I kind of like that we skip all of that. Yeah, they already kind of... No, I mean he. Chris Evans is not very good right. at his powers, but mm-hmm. he knows what they are. He knows what they are, and he's already gone through like the first stage of discovery with them. Yeah, he's accepted them. He's and, accepted them. He's yeah. just not good at it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So Chris Evans in this movie, they um, he has telekinetic powers where he can move things with his mind, and he and his type of psychics are called movers. Mm-hmm. So because they move things with their <laughs> right. minds, and yeah, they take um, the movie takes us then. Um, to this like clinic and we like see this like mysterious woman she like drops this ball and like that was so cool yeah and it was just like rolling through and then we, like we're kind of getting a feel for everything and we see this one woman get like injected with this drug and like she almost dies mm-hmm. and then um, she gets up and she tries to escape and chaos ensues and like, I think it's a big deal because they've been testing this drug and when they right, do Right, and everyone it, dies. Everyone usually dies, but mm-hmm. she survived. Yeah. And so, you know, that kind of gets the plot going of, mm-hmm. like, we need to catch her. Yes. Squirrel. Find out why she was the one. Yeah. So, yeah, and then it, like, takes us to Hong Kong, which I loved. I think that's, yeah. like, I really like this movie is because the way it's stylized and the way it's shot. It was shot really cool. I, yeah, I loved the cinematography, and it was so colorful and, like... I read that they, they shot it a lot handheld, which I usually don't like. It usually bothers me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like shaky handheld. It was just handheld because they were just out in Hong Kong. Usually the people around them didn't even know they were filming a movie. They just let the characters like do their thing amongst all these people. And it gave it this really cool feeling. Yeah, I felt it felt really gritty. Yeah. It felt like I was there with them. Definitely. I think that's why I like watching this movie so much because I like the world that we get transported to because mm-hmm. like who doesn't want to feel like you're going to get like superheroes with like an espionage feel to it like yeah. you know like ooh like we're like hiding from like government officials. We're on a mission. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like it's just like such a fun trip. Yeah, and it's so like all the powers and everything. I loved that it was very grounded in reality. Like it's all of the powers were grounded in something that people are better at than other people. Right. So I mean, telekinetics or whatever, maybe not. But the people that can see the future, like some people just have better intuition than other people. Like people that the pushers were really fascinating to me that they can. Like, their whole thing was they could implant memories into people's minds, which was a really clever way of manipulating people. But I feel like there are people out there that are really good at manipulating other people, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of like what the pushers were from. And, yeah, I love that everything, you could kind of take it back to just 
characteristics of real people. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool. Yeah, I totally agree. And you get to be creative. Like, if yeah. you're a pusher, you, ha- you have to construct. Right. You get a little <laughs> narrative that you have to put into someone's brain. And the way, yeah, the way that all of the pushers would control people with the memories. At first, you're like, why do they have this memory all of a sudden? But then it leads them to do the exact action that the pusher wanted them to do. It was so cool. Yeah, it was almost like a spider like weaving like yeah, this web definitely. to get the fly to trap into. Yeah. Yes. So that's really cool. And I really liked this movie because of the weird okay some of the powers are weird and the way mm-hmm. that you discover the I like that there it's not in your face discovering the powers like right when so like you were mentioning like the like the China like family mafia yes. gang they have this weird power where they like just like scream at you yeah and the bleeders or something yeah they're yeah. called bleeders and when you f- hear them referred to that you're like what does that mean yeah and you don't really get an explanation you just kind of have to watch it in action and yeah. figure it out which i love to do in a movie me too it's like one of my favorite you don't need things. to spoon feed it to me like yeah. just let it happen i'll figure it out yeah please don't yeah and then like their powers are like yeah they just do this really like i guess hypersonic scream and it like i guess it, like, burst your blood vessels yeah, burst your like everything <laughs> <laughs> it was so terrifying and it's just like <laughs> insane and i'm like one, how do you counteract this power other than covering your ears? Because, I mean, Chris Evans... Which he tries to do, and it doesn't work that well. <laughs> right, because they get attacked in the fish market, and it like it's just like so weird. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh. Like, And then it's also... It hurts me. Like, whenever I watch it, I have to always turn it down <laughs> at yeah. this part. Because I'm like, they are just like so loud. I was sitting there, and I was like, Jared, why do you keep picking movies with high-pitched sounds that drive <laughs> me crazy? They're two for two now. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> just wait, I have more. <laughs> Um, so those are cool. Like, so that one's cool. And then like the sniffers, the people yeah. that like touch things. It's funny. And there's like even like two types of sniffers. Like people that yes. touch things are like the one guy like literally is like shoving it up his nose. Yeah. And He's I like think, a bloodhound. Like he has to sniff it. And oh, so cool. Yeah. And it's, I loved the way they kind of, um, sh- like they showed it to us because like what the sniffers do is they'll take an object and then like once they like interact with it, mm-hmm. it kind of takes you through what that object's like been through so like yeah for example like a toothbrush like it just kind of like lives the they would just show like the toothbrush and like what was happening around the toothbrush yeah yeah i loved how they shot that scene with the cup that he sniffs and then we see it like they attached it to the camera so the cup is always like stationary but everything around it is changing and even like the cup would flip over so the camera would flip over Mm -hmm. and they'd bring it back and it was just so cool yeah it was fun it was um innovative I yeah. guess it wasn't animated, but it was like a. Fu- it, it was, was apparently they glued it to a plate that they glued to the camera, and oh. then like that's how they kept it so in frame. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's just like again some of that movie magic that Carolyn and I love to see. Yeah. Just like fun ways that you don't rely on CGI. Yes, yeah, so this movie get... was full of practical effects, mm-hmm. which I really appreciated. I guess some of the only times they used CG were when they were driving in the cars. They would use green screen just because the Hong Kong traffic was crazy. Right. And then I think there was one other time, but everything else was practical. Yeah. The it... whole fish market scene, like everything exploding around them was real. and mm-hmm. You can tell when you're watching it. Yeah, and then when Chris Evans does his shoot-off scene with the guns right. and the other guy, Victor, they had used a stuntman for that. They did mm-hmm. wires. They didn't really rely on CGI other than, I guess, the guns. That's right. The gun, yeah. I think that was the other CGI thing was, like, the floating guns. But then when he's, like, telekinetically holding it up to the guy's head, apparently it was just attached to a pole. 
that oh. like a guy was holding. <laughs> so I would love some behind the scenes footage of this movie. Would you? And then, yeah, because when they put it to like Dijon's head and yeah, they just like poke him they, with they it. Yeah, they keep hitting him with it. <laughs> like, you just like see them fall. You could definitely tell that gun was there, really, because he was like annoyed. Like you could see the annoyance on his face that he kept getting hit in the head with this gun. Yeah. <laughs> I really couldn't even imagine. I mean, like, I know that it's a prop gun, but I'd still be like, oh my gosh, like... I know. Excuse me, no. (laughs) Um, So then, yeah, so then, what other... So then they had these other people, like, the the shadow people that, like, kind of block the powers. That one was cool. Yeah, they're, like, the opposite of... Not the opposite of the sniffers, but they can protect you, cover your, cover up your scent or whatever is exactly. attracting them to you. Yeah, and then we had like the Stitcher lady yeah. who kind of like healed you. She kind of reconstructed your cells. Yeah. And that was insane. It looked painful. It looked very painful. When you were doing I couldn't it. tell at first. I was like, is she? I thought she was supposed to be healing him. And he's like screaming in pain. And, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what is going on? Took her a while. <laughs> yeah, it took her a bit. And she's kind of a bitch. She was she just is. like, I'm here. Because someone told me, she, someone mm-hmm. paid me to be here. Right, she's like, I don't actually care. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so then, um, I guess, when I was reading reviews about, like, what critics, they were just like, yeah, what they didn't understand was this whole vile thing. They were like, mm. they're going after, like, they're like, they were confused that the division was going after it, but then, like, Chris Evans and them were going after it, but then, like, the Hong Kong family was, like, going after it. Yeah. I understood it. I was like, it's just like... Why was the Hong Kong family going after it? I think they would take it to either sell it back or to... Because, yeah, they did kind of seem like bounty hunters a little bit. Yeah, they were like a mafia family, so like I think they they just just wanted to just grab it. Or were they... No, weren't they going to use it for themselves? Didn't they want it for themselves? Because didn't he like inject Uh, himself with it? Yeah, they probably could, yeah. But could you imagine if the bleeders had their powers enhanced? Like, what would they even do? No, no, thank you. (laughs) Um, so yeah, they like that, and, but they did praise the cinematography okay, and the good. acting, good. and I really did like the acting. I, I loved Dakota in it. Dakota Fanning was like so much fun. Like mm-hmm. when she walks in with her like mini skirt and purple hair streak, yeah, and just like her little attitude. I liked her because she wasn't annoying to me, and that character can get annoying very easily. Mm-hmm. The whole like kind of punk rock girl that's way too young to be punk rock. So I kind of sit there like, okay, girl, like. You're 10. Yeah, calm down. Yeah, but she she pulled it off really well. And I yeah, you really feel for her. I liked mm-hmm. her a lot. Yeah, because her mother... Because Dakota Fanning in this movie is a watcher, so they can see the right. future. And um, I'm glad that they established how the future rules work. Mm-hmm. It's a world where the future gets... They get to see the future based on decisions made by people yes. around them. Like they can think and of someone. And it can someone. change. Yes, and it can change, and it changes all the time. And it's mm-hmm. a lot to cipher through. And Dakota struggles with that. Yes. But her mom is the most powerful watcher in mm-hmm. this world, and Division has her locked up, and they've been like sucking the future out of her. Yeah. As they say. Yeah, like torturing her or something. Yeah. So Dakota enlists Chris to help mm-hmm. um, free her, get yeah. the syringe to like use it as. Um, What's it called? Bargaining. A bargaining chest. Oh, yes. To get her mom out. To get her mom out. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. To me, it was a pretty straightforward plot. It might not have been, like, complex, but... Yeah. I, like... I liked that... I guess they wrote a set of rules for themselves 
going into making it so if they had any rewrites or anything they could it would all make sense in that world and I really appreciated that because I didn't see any like plot holes or anything especially with when you deal with seeing the future there's always usually there's something where it's like okay well you just invalidated what you said earlier by doing this but the fact that the future changes based on decisions was really cool because if she sees something happen in the future and then it doesn't work out that way, you can always say, well, someone made a split-second decision that changed it. It was like the future wasn't set in stone. And I think that was a really strong point in the movie. Mm-hmm. And even like the Hong Kong family has a watcher. Yeah. And her name's Pop Girl. And she's probably she's a little bit more powerful than Dakota. But the, I love the one scene where like at the end where Chris Evans like devises the plan to yeah. like, go against the Watchers and because no one knows what they're doing until they do it mm-hmm. she loses the future yeah. and that was just like a fun thing to watch and you're kind of like a hurrah moment yes, like, yes we we, <laughs> we can do it we can do this <laughs> um, it was really funny though because like um, this movie was actually like the storyline is like based off of a real government project. Yeah. Did you see that? I did. Yeah, it's called the um Project like Stargate. Yeah, or Project something? Stargate, which was really interesting to read about because mm-hmm. they were Project Stargate was like had a group of people to like you know, search out these sidekicks that could like get intel and information. They were like, yeah, they were studying like if whether or not psychic ability is real Mm -hmm. and if it is real what they could do with it right but i guess they kind of decided it wasn't real because they shut it down (laughs) they shut it down they were they got some results but they didn't know what to do with it or they couldn't test if it was real or not yeah and then it ended up um becoming like a feature in the men who stare at goats right which i thought was really funny yeah like a full circle i saw that movie but it's been a long time and i don't really remember it i like that was, like, big when, like, Brad Pitt and George Clooney were all doing, like, their movies together. Yeah. And I was like, ugh, I'm not, like, going to do that. Really? And I chose against it. I was like, no, I'm not going to go see it just because they're, like, all in it. But then that's, that's like how I felt about Inglourious. That's, like, one Inglourious. of the reasons why I saw it. Yeah, but that's how I feel about Glorious Bastards, and you told me that I, like, Yeah, I'm it. making you watch Glorious Bastards <laughs> on this podcast. I thought of it when, right when this movie started, and the Nazis showed up, and I was like, Jared there are Nazis in this movie because he says he won't watch Inglourious Bastards because he hates Nazis. And I, I want it on the record that I hate Nazis too. But in movies, I like I can watch them. They're interesting. No, my movies. mother loves them. But my mother loves any movie about Nazis. So yeah, I, like, mean, I get it. But I'm just like, I just like... Ugh. I think it's so funny that you don't. <laughs> You're just like, I hate Nazis. I just like don't. I don't know what it is. It might be the aesthetic or just like whatever, but it's just like doesn't like mesh well with me. We can mention them and they can be a part of the story, but like they can't be but like they the can't center be, Yeah, so you wouldn't watch a prequel of this movie with the Nazis doing experiments. Mm, might make an exception. Mm-hmm. If there are powers. If there are powers. <laughs> well, there are no powers in the Glorious Bastards, but... Mm-hmm. But yeah, and that's why I really like this movie is because like... I think why I don't like a lot of like the setup is because we just do a lot of talking about the powers, but we don't like to see them in action. We're here in mm-hmm. push. That's all we're getting. Yeah, is like these powers in action with not mm-hmm. a lot of like exposition or dialogue to set it up. We're just like getting but into I it. But I loved that they really developed the characters, and like that's what I appreciated was it wasn't just action. You got to know Chris Evans' character, Dakota Fanning's character. Like you, they were really well rounded, mm-hmm. and it made it more enjoyable. Yeah, it did. Yeah, and it's just like, 
if you go into this movie just like wanting like this action fantasy thriller you're gonna enjoy it yeah that was like some of like the reviews i was reading like um tasha robinson from the av club had mentioned that she was like it's cool you know it's like a lot of fun you just like don't expect yeah it to like be like a deeper meaning than it is yeah no i mean there's no hidden subtext or anything in it it is what it is but i thought it had an interesting message i mean you could read into it I don't know. It just it didn't seem like just pure fluff. Like there was depth to it. But there were like you're not going to do a whole video essay on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um I did I really wish that Camila Bella's character had like more lines. Yeah, she does come off a little like that sad stereotypical girl that her whole character is just She's sexy and sad. (laughs) (laughs) But but you get more from her later on. You do. You just have to wait for it. Yeah. You have to wait a long time. And I... Did you buy the chemistry between her and Chris Evans? There was some talk that they didn't really have any chemistry. Not as much as I've bought... I wouldn't say they had none. Mm -hmm. Um, But I kind of... Didn't think they were going to start dating after this movie or anything. Right. Like, I've seen him have more chemistry with other people. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But I, him and Dakota are actually, I think, a really good team. They're a really good team. They're so fun. I think that's a hidden <laughs> gem of this movie is yeah. watching Dakota Fanning and Chris Evans act together. Yeah, it is. Um, just because they almost have this immediate, like, brother-sister yeah. bond. Mm-hmm. It goes right into it because... She, uh, he's she's the little sister and like he obviously wants to take care of her but he's like so annoyed by her yeah and he just doesn't want to get roped in at all to anything yeah anything <laughs> which is another character cliche but it it was okay in this movie like it yeah. made sense it made sense because like you said they had developed him so well yeah that you understood why he didn't want yeah to it do wasn't anything. he wasn't just being a curmudgeon he had reasons his father literally got killed in front of him yeah because of this group because and of this, yeah he's not powerful enough because he doesn't have anyone to teach him how mm-hmm. to use his powers so he's just going to stay out of sight and use it to gamble in the streets of Hong and, Kong. and fail apparently <laughs> i guess he was really bad at he that. can't move a die he can't I, yeah. move a side to die that's but... when watching it you're like dakota why him he's so terrible at his powers but it's like two days later and he's shooting up the rush yeah he's got it he just needed practice <laughs> he just needed a crash course yeah he needed the adrenaline he did uh yeah oh, speaking of people who don't talk victor that's the assistant to um in the division that the mover the white guy wait who is that um Jaman's assistant yeah he had an mo- assistant yeah well assistant or like lap like he had another muscle. guy with him if you want to call that the muscle yeah okay his name was his character's name is victor and he's a mover he's the one that chris evans fights with oh right yeah, yeah. he had no lines that's in this true movie. <laughs> And then he always looks so constipated when he's using his powers. Maybe he can't move his bowels because he's too busy moving everything else. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, why isn't he talking? Why does he always look constipated? <laughs> like, let him do something. Um, no, everyone else was too busy doing everything. Yeah. He was just, like you said, he's just a lackey. I also really enjoyed um, all of the moments that, like, we had these, like, little interludes with, like, 
Lake Dakota, like trying to go around Hong Kong, trying to use her powers. Yeah. Like I thought that was really cute. I love the back. imagery of her just wandering the streets of Hong Kong, this like 13 year old girl with all the crowds of people. I thought it just was really cool. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine like what her mother, like not in the movie, but like her real life mother, like she was like, you want to do this movie? You want to go to Hong Kong? Yeah. yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah, go wander the streets with a group of guys. It's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> Yeah, I really liked um, that. And then when she like came back like wasted and she was yeah. like, because apparently that's what helps her powers. Well, that's that what she... helps her mom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, her mom said that. So she was like, I'm going to try it. Yeah. And she tried it too hard. Yeah. She did what every beginning drinker <laughs> does. And she drank the whole bottle of whatever it was. I couldn't even tell you. I was like, <laughs> I don't even think she knew what it was. She just knew it was alcoholic and she bought it from some shady street urchin like a drug deal yeah like she, she gets this paper bag and i was like oh my gosh girl i don't know i mean she's I guess not she would know it's okay because she could see the future i guess yeah she made the choice to drink it and she saw but didn't she see her hangover in the morning didn't she think that well i guess she didn't decide how much she was gonna drink that's true because you always go into it saying i'll just have one <laughs> I have a couple of sips. yeah there it is. um but yeah, I really also liked what this final scene like built up to. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Evans did have to enlist some more people with like psychic powers. We do meet yeah. this guy who's a shifter, mm-hmm. and what that does, he can like he can kind of shift the perception of objects that are the same size. So like mm-hmm. if you had like a piece of paper that looked like a dollar bill, like the same size of a dollar bill, he could like wipe his hand over it and it would become a dollar bill. But mm-hmm. it never lasted too long, no. as he always reminded you every time yeah. he would use his power. Um, <laughs> I loved the team that they gathered by the end of it. I love movies with teams, yeah, like The Avengers or Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> I just love like a good team coming together, and when everyone has something to contribute. That's really fun. Yeah, an ensemble cast is always my favorite too. Yeah. Especially when you can orchestrate them all. Like we all know, like we all know them so well and like how they're gonna function. And it's like mm-hmm. if we don't have one, the plan's not gonna work. Yeah. If one person messes up, it's, it's not gonna all, happen. It's all gonna go downhill. Yeah. Um, and like the final I really liked the final scene at the end. Um, we had to we had to do a little bit of puzzle solving because mm-hmm. we had this one shadower covering a whole building. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, that's impressive. So I think this is like I'm like upset that we don't have a sequel because I feel like we could have gone further. Well, I guess it was supposed to be. Like they were setting it up for a trilogy. And that's why we get so much like character building in this one because we were supposed to basically get to know the characters and the story in this one to have a second and a third but this one stands on its own it does and I, I mean they set it up yeah but. it does very well but it's just like I what's out there like there's these yeah. these, these like um, supers with all of these like crazy powers that are like super powerful even mm-hmm. like that guy oh when he had to go get his memory wiped and those guys fingernails oh that's like oh, so disgusting yeah. Oh my gosh, was. that was like the grossest thing. I was like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> you had to like touch his head with it to like wipe his memory. And I was <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then you know, at the end, we have this whole like conflict with like Chris Evans and his love interest Camila, and he's like, yeah. "Come with me," but she's like brainwashed by. She's like, "We were never actually lovers. It was all fake." Yeah, and... she was like, "You've been pushed." Yeah. It's not real. Mm-hmm. 
And then it, I was kind of heartbroken because I'm like, yeah. oh crap, like, is this the twist? Like, is this... I know, I was like, he had one thing in his life that was good, and now you're telling him that it was all fake, and he actually never loved anyone ever? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm like, so sad. But, I mean, he, they get their comeuppance. And Who, the bad guys? The bad guys oh, yeah, do. yeah, they do. That was a cool set piece, that whole... Um, scaffolding like the bamboo scaffolding yeah it was intense yeah and then uh, when because then at this meetup too like the hong kong family comes as well to like help i don't know if they were there to help or they were i think they were still there to just try to get it for themselves Yeah. yeah i wonder why he like the main the main like patriarchal figure that like runs them all he like i guess he saw his son die I think that's what it was because like, yes. he ends up killing himself. He does this, this massive like scream and it just like shakes all the bamboo yeah. and then it all comes crashing down and kills him. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why would you do that? See, and that's why that power sucks. Yeah. Like you have to be careful. No roller coasters for you if you scream too hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's what power would you want if you could have any of them? I was going to ask you that. Okay, let me think. Okay, well I know my answer. Okay, what's your answer? I'm a watcher. See, I thought about that, but if you can't control it, and then if it's constantly changing, I don't know. But I would just focus on what I would want. Okay, yeah, and then kind of see where that plays out. Yeah, like yeah. like a person or an event. I mean, because, like, okay, if I wasn't, so if I wasn't a watcher, then I'd have to be a sniffer. Oh, see, I don't like sniffing people's things. Yeah, you don't like touching them. I don't like when I can smell someone, <laughs> good or bad. I think, I mean, I'm really lazy, so being a mover would be really nice for me. Yeah, <laughs> So I would one. never have to leave my couch. What about, pu- you but don't want to be a pusher? A pusher, okay. That one is really cool. That's probably my favorite. Yeah. I think it's a little overpowered. But I think I'd feel bad every time I did it. Well, you can make them, like, think of good things. That's true. Like, you could help, kind of like Eternal Sunshine, you could help people, like, forget things. Or, rem- or, re- or re- remember re- them differently. Remember them differently. Yeah, yeah, so it would help them. I was trying to do re-remember. Re-remember. <laughs> yeah, re-remember things. That Yeah, that is really cool. And then if I really wanted something from across the room, I could just like do a fancy memory in like your brain, and then you could just bring it to me. <laughs> so... Okay, I've settled. I'll be a pusher. Just, okay. <laughs> and you're just going to have to try to watch me do that and anticipate it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be in a standoff. Yeah. I will admit, though, the one thing that is confusing about this movie is, like, the title. Like, I wonder why they called it Push. Because I always, yeah. like, think that Chris Evans is a pusher. Like, or, like, yes. movies are called pushers because you push things away. Yeah, it, it is a little... I was thinking that, too, trying to figure out why they were calling it Push until... They explained the pushers. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess they just named it after their most powerful power or the person Mm -hmm. that really was good. It seemed like there were a lot of chosen ones in this movie. Like, we had like three people that were so integral to the plot and like the plan. Maybe that's why it was a little hard for some people to follow. Yeah, because then even like, because... In that whole part where, like, Chris Evans is like, I'm going to come up with a plan, but none of you guys are going to know what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. I guess the audience can get a little lost in that. Like, okay, like, what is happening? Yeah, it's one of those times where you just have to have faith. Yeah. And I think they have they had built the movie 
well enough up until that point that I was okay just following it. I was like, okay, if I don't know what's going on for the next 15 minutes or so, that's fine. Right, because you can just enjoy the view of Hong Kong. Yeah. You can just enjoy it. Apparently, The Dark Knight was shooting somewhere else in the city at the same time. No way. they were, yeah. Oh, it's hysterical. I know. Well, because it came out, like, with all those superhero movies. It was, like, right at the beginning. Like, now we kind of have, like, Marvel and DC. And that's those are kind of, like, the only two releasing superhero movies. And that, but back then, there were so many, like, independent, every studio was trying to have, like, a superhero movie. Like, you had Sky High, you had Hancock. That was a weird one. I liked Hancock. It was was two different movies that they just, like, put together with no segue in between. Like, I remember liking it, and then it just completely changed. And I was like, oh, we're in this movie now. It was like, I have to see it again, because it was... Yes. Oh, I definitely was taken back yeah. when they do that reveal. Yes. I, and then I see what you mean now. Yeah, you get brought to a whole And then you're in a whole movie. new movie. And you're kind of like, what the like, fuck? Like, I didn't sign up for this, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you had so many superhero movies coming out. And this one, I guess, just kind of got swept under the rug a little bit. But it's so much better than some of those other ones. It definitely did. So my question now to you is like, what would you do, Director Carolyn, mm. if you were to do it now? Yeah. Like, how would you, like, present this? You know, I don't think it's really a problem with the the way it was made. Maybe it was the way it was marketed. Or, I mean, they didn't really have any huge stars. Like, Chris Evans wasn't huge yet. Dakota Fanning Dakota was, Fanning was, was bigger than like, him. Like, she was the one that they were promoting. But... Also, the people that love Dakota Fanning movies were, like, mothers and then kids Dakota Fanning's age. I think they needed to market it more towards not even the superhero people, but just, like, just the general, like, young adult group who would have been going to the movies at the time. Or, like, even, like, those, like, action junkies. Yeah. That would come out to, like, see, like, Chris. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think they just needed, I don't know, better marketing. Because I don't think I would change anything about the movie. Maybe, I mean, I might clear up the the mob family a little bit. Kind of like build them a little bit more. Yeah, just make their motivations clearer. Yeah. Maybe just make everyone's motivations a little bit clearer. But that's the only thing I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the soundtrack is fun. I love yeah. the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, all the visuals are good. I think... What would... It... I have. What would I change? Yeah, can you think of anything that, like... No, I can't. Because, I, I mean, to me... I mean, I've never seen Paul Blart Mall Cop. Ew, but I can't gosh. imagine that it's better than it's this. It's definitely not. It only did better because you had Kevin James. And I love Kevin James. But, yeah, he was, like you and said, that, like and that... And Paul Blart Mall Cop got a sequel. Yeah. This one didn't. Trash. This is the problem with the film industry. <laughs> yeah, and that was the problem. Like, they Push did, like, $3 million under its budget. Like, I think they were given $32 million and they only got... I think it made... The one thing I saw was it made, like, $1 million. It made, like, $48 like million. Yeah, oh, okay. profit. It made, like, $48 million and its budget was, like... Forty-seven million or something. It was really close. Yeah, it didn't do well domestically. No, not at all. It got like sixteen million in DVD sales. 
Thanks to you. Thanks to me. Because <laughs> I don't think you can find this movie streaming. Um, maybe on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, but you, you might have, still to have to rent it. Yeah. Or buy it. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I had to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because I think there are a lot of people in the world that would really like this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun, fun movie. Yeah. So can you guys do us a favor? Watch this movie, <laughs> tweet about it, post about it so that I can get the sequel. So we can get yeah. the sequel we deserve. Yes. It'll be like um, Unbreakable. Like M. Night Shyamalan's Unbreakable, which is kind of like a superhero movie. And we finally are getting a sequel mm-hmm. after a decade or something. Have I seen that? I don't know. It was the one you saw split. Yes, right? split. So his character, the one of the characters from Unbreakable, shows up at the end of Split, Which, just out of nowhere to connect the two. Okay, and that was. Um, it what? was um, who shows up at the end? Bald. Yep. Why is that? Why am I forgetting his name? I don't know. Bruce Die Willis. Hard. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Bruce Willis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because then, then we're getting Glass. Glass. Yeah. Which is, I guess, like just the third in the trilogy, but nobody realized that Split was the second in the trilogy. Because you didn't know till the very end. Right. Which is still good. I like it, no, it was really cool. Well, then, because Split can also stand on its own as a movie. Mm hmm. Yeah. Alrighty, I think that was pretty. We like pushed through that. We did. We pushed through it. I I did have to say I looked up what would happen if you injected yourself with soy sauce. <laughs> I tried really. That was the one. No, I was like, I gotta find out. <laughs> um, the short answer that one person just put death. And I was like, I don't, that can't be right. Like, right? It's just soy sauce. I mean, it was a lot. It was a big vial though. It's a lot of soy sauce. It's a lot of sodium. To inject yeah. yourself with um, basically it would just be a chemical imbalance in your bloodstream so don't do it people don't do it it's not worth it it will not give you superpowers <laughs> as much as you wish yeah <laughs> so anything what are you looking forward to to watch what's on your list now um I really want to go see the favorite which I was gonna go see this weekend and then I got lazy <laughs> Um, that, yeah, that's, that's the main one that I really want to go see in theaters. I heard that, um, Deadpool isn't great. The oh, Once, Once Upon, Upon Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Oh, no. Which makes me sad, but I'll probably go see it anyways. I do want to see Mary Poppins Returns. I've been hearing really great things about that. Yeah. I loved Mary Poppins as a kid. Like it was the movie that as a baby I would like cry when it ended and my mom had to just like restart it <laughs> I was obsessed with it um, so yeah I mean I'm looking for I feel like I have to see it yeah. and it looks cute yeah it does yeah um, what about you are you looking forward to anything um yes yeah um The Runaways Marvel's The Runaways oh. is returning to Hulu in the new year I'm getting all my new year shows back that I forgot yes. that I watched when the new yeah. year started mm-hmm. But thank God for marketing. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm really excited for the Runaways because they're finally running away. They, never they haven't did... run away yet. No, not yet. How many seasons has just it been? one? Oh, okay. They're okay. building up everything. Gotcha. And like, I watched this series um, mostly because it's Marvel. Like, it's X. It, there's like one X Men. There's like a little bit. Like mm. one of the kids is an X Men. Okay. But um, do you know much about? Runaways? Not really. So it's a really interesting story. So it's like. It takes place in LA, mm-hmm. and um, you have these five families. 
um, and they're all like uber rich. Mm-hmm. Like they live in like Brentwood, and like they have all like the nicest stuff. And um, all of their kids like grew up together, and they're all like friends. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the it's different like between the comic because like I started reading the comic because I was watching the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the show, one of the kids, not one of the main kids, but one of the kids, one of the main kids' sisters die, okay. and it kind of estranges everyone. Gotcha. And for like they had like one they had to like their parents always meet up once a month for this um com- they're all like volunteers or like on the board of this like volunteering um organization okay. so they meet once a month and all the kids used to come over but then they finally like, reunited basically you find out that their parents are like evil they're like they're oh. they run this like evil organization like one of the parents each of the parents are like different things like one one are like witches. Oh. Like one parent, one group of parents is like a witch and sorcerer. Another okay. one is um, from their aliens from outer space, from like a different wow. planet. Another one is they're like mad scientists that like deal with time travel, and they like have they like went back in time and got like this velociraptor that they like genetically <laughs> redesigned. And then another one is like the X Men. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, her parents died. Okay. Too. The girl the- that. That with the X gene, her parents oh, okay. died in the show, and then okay. like they live with someone else, and then like another one is just like a tech genius. So it's like weird because you have like all of these like sectors of like villains yeah. that like work together, and then their kids like discover it, and then they like run away because they're like our parents are gotcha. evil. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so I'm excited because um, now that we've finally like built up everything, they're actually going to start using all of their gifts and all, and working together to fight their parents. Oh my gosh. Yes, it's a really cool show. Yeah. And it's only on Hulu. Okay. I might so check it out. I'm looking forward to that as yeah. well. I'm trying to think if there's like any big movies. Marwin. Yeah, I really want to see that. Looking forward to Marwin. Mm-hmm. And um, let me think of any I feel like movies. this season's a little slower for like the holiday movies. It is. I agree yeah. with you. It's not like I don't feel overwhelmed, which is good because I am so behind. Yeah. On a lot of. But movies. usually, I feel I feel really overwhelmed when the holidays mm-hmm. roll around and I go see like a movie every day just to try yeah. to keep up. And there's no big one coming out like on Christmas that I've no. seen other than maybe like Marwin. I think. But yeah, Welcome to Marwin's coming out I think on Christmas, but. Yeah, there's like no else? big like studio release. No. I have to look it up now and see if we're missing anything. Oh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse looks really good. Oh, crap, I forgot. I know, I forgot that. about that. I've been hearing great things. I've yeah. heard that it's going to get the Oscar. For what? For animated? For best animated. If and they watch it. They will, I think. Okay. okay, well, like, the Academy is so weird because, like, remember that they, like, pitched to do that, um, they wanted to open up a new category, mm-hmm. and it was... Oh, the popular the movie? The popular movie, and then they got so much backlash that they, like, Decided did not they to decide do not to do it? They did, which <gasps> I'm actually I agree with them because it's because they wanted to give like a, a hand to like superhero movies and yeah. a little bit more like blockbustery, and I'm like, no. They like, just need to realize that those movies can be good, right? And just put them in put the them best in, picture category. Yeah, put them in the category where, the, yeah. where they need to be. Which I think, I mean, maybe Black Panther might. I join hope the ranks. so. I think Black Panther deserves it. Definitely. Me too. I mean, I think with this Golden Globes, we got a lot of movies that we're not used to having yeah. in an awards sector. Mm-hmm. Ooh, maybe we should do like a fun episode on that. Ooh, Just like an award. An award. When are the? Are they tonight? No, they're not. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Um, we. 
Did we, we miss the Emmys? The Emmys are always the first ones. And then we'll do, you do the Golden Globes. The Oscars are last. Right. I and I don't care about the Grammys. Sorry, music lovers. Mm, no, I, just, I don't care. <laughs> there's too many. There's too many categories in the Grammys. How can you keep up with that? I know. Okay. January 6th are the Golden Globes. When are the Emmys? Because th- didn't those nominations just get released? One of the two just got. No, they already got. Um, oh, did they already the have Emmys already get awarded? Oh, September. Yeah, they're. No, wow, yeah, they, I really missed it. Yeah, they already had done. Yeah. Who won all the Emmys? There's a. There. Let's see. Yeah, you're Miss Maisel. Yay! Miss Maisel deserved it. Yeah. Game of Thrones. Why does Game of Thrones win everything? I don't know. I don't think it's. It's not my favorite. Yeah, same. I'm going to say it's not like the. That's one where I get very confused watching it. I don't even want to begin. People think push is confusing? Uh-uh. We're watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> Looking at what was nominated for Emmys just tells me, like, how good TV was this year. Yeah. And how just okay movies was. Yeah. It's a really interesting um, switch. Yeah. Movies need to step up their game. I love that the Oscars always wins for outstanding directing for a variety special. Like, I feel like it wins every year. <laughs> Which is the Oscars? Oscars. Yeah. Oh, why? What, what I don't know. Because, like, out of everything nominated, it doesn't seem like it would be the one to win. Okay, wait. Do you have um? Do you have anything to recommend? Um, things to recommend. Make sure you guys check out um, "Chilling Adventures of Sabrina," the mid the midwinters. Did you watch it? No, I haven't. I yet. haven't yet either. I'm. I don't know. I'm trying. To, I'm saving it for when it gets closer to Christmas. Yeah, that's one of those where I want to watch it like on our big TV, like in the dark mm-hmm. with candles lit. Yeah, so I definitely recommend that. In a pentagram. Um, <laughs> in my <laughs> pentagram. <laughs> Um, what else would I recommend? Um, definitely Drag Race. Like, it's going to be a it's a good season to come in because there's a lot of drama in the show, outside of the show going on right now. Like, one of the contestants last week that got eliminated, Jasmine Masters, just, like, has been going on her Instagram live, and she's going to do one on Tuesday. Like, she's just going in, and, like, you know, they're just speaking out. Are they angry, person. or? Some of them are. Oh. Yeah. Tune in to We Watch Reality to yeah, find out why. Yeah, see what we think. And, don't, and hey, join the conversation. Yeah. What about you? What do you... Uh, my recommendation is just what I've been watching all week, which is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Because it's really, really good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. guys, you have your homework. Yeah. Watch it. Do it. We told you to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and tune in next week. Where we discuss best in show. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait. Go ahead and follow us on our Instagram. We watch things underscore pod. Mm -hmm. Don't forget to do that. And go ahead and like comment and tell us what you guys think about all the things we're watching. Yeah, and Twitter we're um, we underscore watch underscore pod. Underscore underscore. (laughs) Wait a minute. We are at watch underscore pod. Nice. Easy peasy. And um, subscribe. Can you subscribe on SoundCloud? I think so. Maybe. Figure it out. Just do it. (laughs) Yeah, just do it. And uh, enjoy watching things. Alrighty. Stay entertained. (laughs) Oh, that's cute. Stay entertained. Stay entertained. Bye. Bye.